Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Brewed Up and Spit Out podcast. I am your host, as always, Justin Wojo Wojohowitz, along with my co-host Scott, teetering between Big Sad and Big Friction Stone. <laughs> it's like a, it's like an equation, right? It is. It might be. I, I, Are you? So you're going to be Big Velocity by the end of this? It might be, dude. I'm going to be speeding out of here. So I'll tell you what. But no, I think hello everyone. I'm not Big Sad this week. I think. You got gotcha. your. You know why I'm you, not? Do you know why I'm not big sad this week? Because you're wearing your Andy Dalton jersey. No, because fantasy football is because finally fantasy over. football is over. That's why I'm not big sad. I've this been week. I've been robbed. <laughs> I am I am the paper champion. I'm like UCF. I'm gonna hang a banner in my basement that says I am the true champion of this league. I don't think anyone should get any money. No, no one gets money. <laughs> so we should just burn it. <laughs> like, a man without a quarterback almost won the league. Yeah, it was a it was a disgrace. It was a dis- for, for half the night last night into that game. I was like. He's going to do it. He's going to win this league without a quarterback. And you know what saved him not winning? The fact that the Bills just don't care. They're up by like 30 points, and they just keep throwing the ball. Like any other team, literally any other team would have started running the ball, and then my man would have lost. But it's fine. It's fine. I finished in third with no money. I finished, I don't even know what place. I have no clue. Probably dead last almost. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how it works. I just know I finished third because I lost in the semis, and then absolutely murdered my opponent in the final my, the consolation finals so it feels bad it does feel bad everything feels bad this whole season felt bad this whole year felt bad it's been quite a year hasn't it's it? it's been a hell of a year and we're almost out of it it's december 29th i'm waiting for december 32nd to roll around the clock just hits midnight and it starts counting backwards it starts counting. <laughs> we're gonna have to relive the whole thing in back backwards it's not gonna be a good time it won't be a good time but there were good times this year you know somehow we found we found some good times especially the uh pre-march times yes absolutely there were some bad times there There was was a a lot of bad times actually there was in sports especially there was some some good stuff some bad stuff and we're going to talk about some of the stuff that uh we thought was good and bad but before we do that what are we drinking today today from cape may brewing company we are drinking mop water delicious delicious sounding i don't know let's i think you're skeptical I mean, anything called mop water, I don't know. All right. Now I can just visualize me just taking a sip out of a a bucket of mop, dirty mop water, and I'm not really... Puts hair on your chest. You'll be fine. It puts hair on other places, too, because you get some kind of weird disease. That's true. Who knows? You I don't know? know. Let's see what happens. Let's, let's drink the mop water. Let's try it out. A lot of spiced spiced drinks on this show in the last couple of weeks. There have been. Um, I think I like the spices in this one much better than the Anderson Valley that we did last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm you. You really pick up all the spices too, like, and you can really taste the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the allspice, like the ginger is a nice subtle note. It mm-hmm. it really all comes together. It um, says right on the bottom: German malts and warm spices, and you definitely get a lot of the. Uh, the warm spices in my opinion like you said it's a very this is a very winter beer like this is a winter beer like this is these are the flavors i think of when i think of winter and like it's snowing outside like i don't know maybe it's just me but this just feels like this time of year yeah anything with cinnamon and nutmeg you kind of yeah like into to winter those are just wintery things they're winter spices and they're really nice they're nice and cozy yes so it makes, yes. makes me it makes me feel like I got a a nice log cabin inside of me with snow all around it 
and a cozy little fire burning. I'm just mad that it, on the back of the can it says best paired with pig, apple, and cake. I mean... Is it all together? Because it sounds like a disgusting cake. It's a pig apple cake? It sounds gross. <laughs> we can make it. It can be done. I know, but should, should it be? We? Should we? Do we? You were so what? concerned about whether or not you could. Yeah, you, you didn't, didn't think, think about, about whether it. you should. Yeah, I feel like we'd be like playing God. I feel like at this point... We should just shut it down. It turned into some abomination, some Frankenstein monster. Especially if we decide to do it before 2020 ends, it might just cause something that ends the world. It might. Who knows? So let's just stay away with that. For I'm, right now. I'm not going to pair this beer with cake. I don't I'm think just, I've ever thought I'm about pairing a beer with cake. I'm not going to pair this beer with anything because I'm just going to drink it over the course of this podcast and then give you lovely people my opinion at the end of it. And we're going to talk about 2020. And we're going to talk about 2020. So Scott, what would you like to talk about first about 2020? The year that... I think was it's easy to focus on the negatives of 2020. It is very easy. I think we should focus on maybe our favorite sports moments of okay. 2020. Okay. And I'll go first. I think sure. my favorite sports moment actually comes from one of the tr- terrible things that's been happening all year, the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. To me, the NBA bubble was fantastic. It was. It was one of the most entertaining like sports experiences that I had the pleasure of seeing mm-hmm. because there were not only incredible upsets, but there was like, it was almost like a, like watching a drama too, because everybody was living together. It was crazy. They were posting like Instagram stories about parties that no one was going to. Exactly. DJ was out there getting hype for Dwight <laughs> Howard. And that was it. It was only Dwight Howard there. And, and Poor guy. You got to see like a true underdog story in the Miami Heat making it to the finals. Of course, they got crushed by the overwhelming favorites into it. But you also had great stories like Luca's big game where he hit the game winner. Like it made Luca like a household name. And he's a great young player that I think more people should care about outside of Dallas. So stuff like that. It was just really fun and probably like one of the most entertaining NBA playoffs that I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I think I think the bubbles were very well done in um in every sport that did them. The NHL did a great job with their bubble too. Neither sport had any positive tests while the playoffs were going on and they had, you know, pretty large scale playoffs. It wasn't like condensed, they were actually expanded. So, they did a really good job I think both both of those sports. Baseball, didn't they shift to one for the playoffs, I think? Like kind of, the they end. had them play in the same. They city, had them all like, play in Texas, right? Yeah, or in, the, in that new stadium in Texas. Yeah, so they did like a half bubble. The NFL just said, "Fuck it, we're not doing that shit." Which they still, they're still considering maybe doing it for the playoffs, but I'd be surprised if they did it at this point. Yeah, it'd be a real shame though if this, you know, something like Aaron Rodgers got COVID like on Saturday before the game. Like, I feel like that would just delegitimize everything. They just hide the test and send him out there. Oh, yeah, I would. <laughs> like, you you got to go out there. It's the Super Bowl. Put him out there <laughs> Put him out there with a fake mustache. <laughs> it's like, that's not Aaron Rodgers. Yes. <laughs> it looks just like Aaron Rodgers, but he's got a mustache. But he always has a mustache. Well, this is a different mustache. It's a Spanish mustache. <laughs> it's, it's curled at the end. It's very different. Uh, my big takeaway from 2020 was, um, like, we were talking about the uh, NBA and NHL playoffs. Both of those sports had teams that are traditional overachievers in the regular season. They exercised their demons in the in the uh, playoffs. Now, people will call it, you know, illegitimate or put an asterisk next to especially um, baseball. I'm, or baseball, I'm sorry, not yeah. basketball. Um, baseball and hockey. Right. Because of the shorter season. But at the end of the day, you know, the Dodgers finally were able to overcome the stigma that they can't just get it done. They've been there three times in the last four showed years. up. Kershaw had a good game. Yeah, it was crazy. I didn't think it was possible. Yeah, it's 
I, you know what would be hilarious, though? If they go out next season and just get <laughs> curb stomped. Curb stomped. And, and there's like, well, that 60-game season definitely is illegitimate. And then in hockey, the Lightning were the same way. They're one of those teams that makes it deep in the playoffs every year but just can't get it done. I always like to see teams like that, man. They're, you, you you like to root for them just because, especially when, if they're in small markets, you know, the opposite of L.A. But, you know, a legacy of failure turning into success. It's why people really clung to the Astros when they won. And then it turns out they were... Dirty, dirty cheaters. Of course. So it kind of ruins kind of ruins that, but eh. it was the fun while it lasted. They also almost they made some noise in the playoffs last year yeah. a little bit. As like a, lot, a as like a very mediocre seed, they yeah. almost they almost took it. They so, almost they almost beat the Rays in seven. I know they had like even though it's weird to say they had a chip on their shoulder because they got caught cheating, they still kind of had a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like wouldn't you though? Like honestly, yes, you were you were cheating, but. You still have to perform, and with with every player cheating at like every single mm-hmm. moment, like there are some guys who were probably doing it legit. That like you know I don't I'm I'm still a good baseball player. Yeah. Why why should I be lumped in with people that were cheating? Like, no, I know I, I know. would have a chip on my shoulder too, and people hated them before that too. People just hate you when you start becoming successful. Mm-hmm. Like my other good story, I want to touch on real quick: the death of the New England Patriots. <laughs> it's it's, like, we finally have done it, boys. We've outlasted them. It only took my entire took adult decade. life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good to see. It feels heartwarming. It's the kind of story we need. I don't know if you saw the clip last night, but Bill Belichick got so frustrated during the game that he threw a phone. Yeah, what's up with those phones? Did, didn't the phones that talk to like the coordinators, didn't they used to be like cordless? I think so. this was like an or, antique. It yeah. almost looked like a rotary phone. Yeah, didn't <laughs> they, didn't they, they used to be rotary phones. Uh, I, the one I saw, it looked like he was holding like a cell phone to his ear almost. Yeah, so... I don't know. So seeing that last night, seeing the obvious frustration on his face because he knows everything's falling down around him. While meanwhile, Tom Brady, who he always just every other week seems to be washed up, keeps putting out good games every now and then, and it's enough to keep this. Yeah, the, the Bucks, uh, the Bucks, Bucks could the be playoffs, dangerous, so. man. I don't, I don't know. I feel like th- this is one of the first times I feel like in my life that it's just so open. The playoffs are so open, so it should be fun. Like even the the teams like the Chiefs, like every week it seems like they they're barely skating by against mediocre competition. So anything can happen. No, oh, absolutely. Anything can happen. Absolutely. Any um, any more positive stories you want to touch on? Um, just briefly. Uh, this is more recent, of course, but just seeing how pretty good all of the young NFL rookie quarterbacks have yes, been this year, except for Tua. He's fucking trash. Except Tua's. Trash. It's got some growing pains. Trash. Uh, although Tua did have one of my favorite moments after his first, after they put him in the game for the first time, where that that picture of him just sitting on the field taking it all in after the game was over. My man realized next season I'm gonna be, <laughs> I'll never be back here. I'll be again. sitting on the bench for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, it's a major oof. But seeing how Joey Burrow played and Justin Herbert especially. R.I.P. Joe Burrow. R.I.P. Joe Burrow. But he's coming back stronger than ever. Like an Iron Man. He is. He got his operation. He was walking around, with no help. So. I mean, he's not crippled. Look, he's fine. He's he, he he'll be back out there. Okay. He'll well, I mean, I hope there. so. He'll be back out there in the preseason. Yeah, I don't know about he'll be that. Back out there. He's going to be recovering soon. Don't worry. We love you. You need, Joe. To, you need to recover that offensive line. Look, we need to not let him or not make him throw seventy times a game. It was probably when you're dropping back to pass that much. It's no surprise you're going to get sacked so much. So it's just what happens. Yeah. But and then Herbert probably going to win Rookie of the Year. Yeah. I mean, offensive rookie. You have to assume that. Yeah. Like, 
There's so, a lot of good rookies this year. A lot of good rookies. James Robinson. James Robinson. Like, just, it's a good year for young talent. Surprise which is, story. Which is really good for years in the future because mm-hmm. we're going to have a lot of good football players for a really long time, it seems like. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence coming out next year and then a bunch of probably highly mediocre quarterbacks behind him. We'll see. We'll see. Like Fields. Yeah. Yuck. Gross. Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah. R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins. R.I.P. Dwayne Haskins. Why? Why, Dwayne? Just I mean, why? he was just bad. Just why? Like I said, it's easier to cut people when they're just not good. Like most quarterbacks, you try to, you try to, you know, if, if anybody, if any other quarterback or player was going out to strip clubs and doing shit like that, you'd just be like, all right, whatever. The man, but my man's not good, so it's like, all right, you got it. You really got to go now. The man charged people to get into his house for draft party when he got drafted. Yo, <laughs> like, I didn't know that about him. He did. Now I don't feel bad. I mean, I really didn't feel bad to start, but. My man seems like kind of an like he didn't take it seriously. Like, no, not at all. It's the highest honor you can you can imagine as a football player. You know, there's what what's the number like two hundred and fifty six players or something like so. that every year on you know obviously injuries on draft and stuff. Day, yeah, but two hundred fifty six players on opening day rosters. Like you're one of two hundred and fifty six people in the world who is able to go out there and play a sport that you should love professionally and get paid very well for it. And if you don't take it seriously, you don't put in the work. Um, you know, you treat it as an opportunity. You see Booger McFarland ripping into him. Yeah, I he's saw catching that. some shit. Yeah, basically, I think the way he delivered it was kind of rough, but essentially, it's he's just saying, you know, you're a professional, so be professional. Mm-hmm. You know, stop worrying about your TikTok brand and your your Instagram followers, and like you're a professional athlete. Go out there. Thing, they want to be a lot of the younger players now are in a generation where social media is everything, so they want to not just be a football star; they want to be a social media star. The two are very hard to um, to intersect. Like, you got to put the work in, and you know maybe you might have to sacrifice your uh, your po- regular everyday post on Instagram. Just not gonna not gonna work. Yeah, do your job. Do, do your job. Do your job. Do your job. You get paid a lot. You get paid you know, a lot of money. Pe- a lot of people would kill to do what you do every day. So just be be gracious. Be grateful that you're given the opportunity and the God given talent to to go out there and do something I would do for free for large amounts of money. But anyway, moving on. So we covered positives. You want to cover some uh, some unfortunate things that happened in the year twenty twenty. I think I think uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't, given how shitty the year. Yeah, has been. yeah, it's a year end recap, so, so you got a recap. Unfortunately, and, and if we're doing a recap, I mean, obviously the the probably the biggest bad story of the year started the year off before the coronavirus even happened back in january when kobe died yeah man it was i remember where i was it's one of those things where uh, i actually yeah i i was at panera bread you were at panera bread i'm gonna one-up you i was at the cheesecake factory (laughs) i was at the cheesecake factory and i got a um i just refreshed my facebook feed and somebody just said damn kobe r.i.p and i'm like wait i'm thinking you know it's one of those stupid hoaxes that happen Mm -hmm. they've actually gone down a lot recently with the uh the frequency of them but you know some fugazi guy on Twitter says, "Oh yeah, Kobe died," and people start sharing yeah, yeah, it without even like looking yeah. it up or researching it. But then I started to like actually look into it, and I was like, "Damn, a helicopter actually went down, and this man was supposed to be on a helicopter this day." Yeah. And I'm like, "This might actually have some teeth to it." And then you know, ten fifteen minutes later, my my ESPN app sent me a notification that it was real, and I was like, "Damn, man." It's yeah, just it's, wild to see people like that like pass away, especially since he wasn't like that old. He was only out of the league for what five years. Yeah, now? Like, yeah. He wasn't even old enough to be in the Hall of Fame yet. Right. Yeah. I think so, it's what five or six years you have to be out. I think to it's be. five. So this may have been. I think. I don't know. I don't. He know was going to be on the ballot. I think yeah. this year. So it was one of those things where you, you, it's hard to just imagine it because 
Kobe Bryant was such a prolific figure, and not just in basketball, but outside of basketball. Yeah, he was a he was a global icon. Yeah, and everybody so knew who Kobe Bryant was. It's like a tragedy like that happened to him and his daughter, and of course all the other all people. the other yeah multiple families were were sh- it, rocked it, it by was this. it was shocking, and I know it it took a lot of people by surprise, and there were a lot of people hurt, and you just it, it's crazy to think of like how much just like an athlete affects people, but then you see like the tributes and like everyone posting about it and like how deeply like something like that touches everyone. Mm -hmm. And it was one of the like biggest, uh, celebrity deaths that I've seen in recent times where everyone just came out of the woodworks and had something to say. Yeah. That I can remember. I mean, I was young when Michael Jackson died, so I don't really remember how that was kind of received. And I know he had like, you know, that was, there was still a weird stigma around him, but like Kobe, you know, he had the the rape stuff, but uh, that was long enough ago, and I think it was enough that came out about that to kind of nothing like nothing ever came of it. No, exactly. So. But people, people, were, accusations, and which, people will always people yeah. will always have their minds made up before you know evidence comes out on stuff like mm-hmm. that. People who don't like the guy will just say, "Yep, he did it. Fucking, he obviously did it." Even if evidence points elsewhere. Um, but yeah, like, like you said, there was hardly any people that came out and had anything negative to say about him. You know. Besides that, he was really a tough teammate, but it wasn't because he was just a bad person. It was because he was so he was competitive. Good, yeah, he was the ultimate competitor. Yeah, he was similar to Michael Jordan. Yeah, how absolutely. Michael Jordan pushed people to the point where they were like they hated him. I'm sure Kobe probably did the same to people. He was so look competitive. at Shaq. Yeah, look at Shaq. <laughs> like, and then you know they. It was nice to see how how he reacted. You know, with his heartfelt tribute at Kobe's mm-hmm. when speaking at his funeral, man, you could see that like even though they had their differences, they were able to reconcile. And I think you know age does that. You kind of put it in perspective that this man wasn't really just an asshole. He wanted to he wanted to be the best ever, and for him to be the best ever, we needed to be our best ever. So yeah, he's definitely you know he's an all time great. He's top, probably top. He's definitely top five. You know I don't want to go into ranking people, but right. He's he's in my opinion he's easily top five. You can make a case for him being top three of all time. Um, and he was a legend, and he'll be sorely missed in the basketball community. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Um, one of my negatives this year was how some of the leagues ended up treating their comeback, especially, um, the MLB. Mm-hmm. I think that whole situation was a debacle because it was at a time where there was no sports going on. You know, the MLB had a chance to come back on the 4th of July, be like a real patriotic thing. People were all into it. And then the owners flipped the script trying to, you know, renege on a, on a um, agreement between them and the players about how much money there was going to be shared between the players and the owners. And they just decided to lock the season out for, you know, how many months did they miss? They missed like two months. Yeah. They should have started in July. I don't think they ended up starting until like the end of August ish. So they missed like a month and a half. So, you know, it's, it's a shame that we see how, you know, we see it every day with politicians and everything else, how, how greed can, can shape things. The NHL, the same thing. They were supposed to start an 82 game season. Now they're playing a 60 game season because it took them 3 weeks to figure out how much they were going to pay the players like Yeah. You know, I just I wish that these corporations would understand. I know it's a business they're trying to make money, but at some point you have to understand your your duty to the people, you know. Well, I don't people help help, help the people heal, man. I understand help that. The people and that's heal. that requires them to have some sort of moral or ethical like compass. But it's business, them. so we don't have that. It's business. No, they don't care. It's fucked up and I don't like it. Because what they'll do is they'll spit in your eye and still take your wallet. Like they don't give a shit. Because guess what? No matter what happens, no matter how much they delay it. Did you watch baseball this year? 
I did. Exactly. Because there's nothing else to watch. Exactly. So guess what? You were going to watch it no matter what. So. It's true. It's just, I don't like the way it was, it, the business end of it, man. It's mm-hmm. it's dirty. Especially when it comes out public like that, and then you got each side trying to blame each other. It's like, right. if of an course. agreement was put in place, man, then fucking stand by the agreement. No, I, I 100% agree with that, and I and it's it's just a shame that they can get away with it. Because there's people so will many, watch. People will watch no matter what. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. People, we need a we need a boycott. We need a boycott. But we won't. We won't. I definitely won't. I definitely. <laughs> I definitely won't. I was thinking about getting season tickets next year. Should we do that? I was thinking about it. I mean, maybe it's a Sunday gap, dude. Should we broadcast live? Broadcast live from from Simpsons Bank, Bank Park. Park until we get our. Can we? Can we get? Can we sneak into the booth? You think? Yeah, we'll be sitting next to Tom <laughs> McCarthy and John Cruck. You can help call the game with us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could do it. Be like, hey, you call Trent Thunder Games, Tom. Tom McCarthy, I'm pretty sure he's local. I think so. I think he either lives in New Jersey or he lives like right across the bridge in PA. I think he lives in Jersey, but I'm not sure where. I think he does. Somewhere in like fancy New Jersey. Probably. We live in not fancy we New Jersey. We live in not fancy New Jersey. We live in hard-working, middle-class in New Jersey. Yeah. Exactly. We're, we're blue collar here. Yeah, we are at the Brewed Up and Spit Out podcast. Absolutely. So, since we actually just ran right through it. Um, this beer. You have any additional thoughts you wanna? I have additional thoughts. My thoughts so far are that I've gone through half a can, and while I do like the taste, it's becoming I don't know. It's one of those beers where I don't know how much of it I could drink. Like if I bought a six pack of this, I might drink two in a night, and be good with the flavor because it's a very strong flavor. My mouth is dry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's from the beer because my mouth wasn't dry before I started drinking the beer. Might be there's cinnamon in there. The spices can dry up your your. Maybe my maybe I'm having an allergic reaction. I mean, you might. I'm not. Maybe I'm you. swelling up. Went to call Lindsay down here to take you to the hospital. Take, not just shoot, get just stuff shoot up. Stu- <laughs> just put, take me out back and just put me down. <laughs> put a Benadryl in my mouth. Oh no, and then put you down. <laughs> and then put me down. Yeah, <laughs> give me sleepy. For no reason. <laughs> give me sleepy and then put me down. Yeah. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to feel a thing. But yeah, uh, aside from that, like it's it's it's. I'm enjoying it, but like I said, I don't know for how long I would enjoy it. It's one of those things where it's definitely. It, it, I can see it wearing on you after a while, and I know that. What's your opinion of it? How are you feeling about it? Aside from thirsty, <laughs> yeah, I'm very thirsty. I need a. <laughs> I need some milk, or some water or something, man. I'm not feeling it. Um, but the flavoring, like it's not. It's not bad per se. You know, like you said, it, it reminds me of, of winter. It reminds me of, you know, like, I don't know. It reminds me of just like my mom's spice cabinet. It's just a bunch of shit in there. <laughs> that one time they all opened up and fell into your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> if that was a thing that happened, <laughs> that's, that's what, what this would be. Yeah. yeah, it'd be just a, a jumble. There's a lot going on. Curiosity. Oh, no. Oh, no. What is going on? What is going on? My phone is We're talking being about. Hacked. My We're phone being is, hacked. My phone is playing a, like a Mazda commercial or something. <laughs> We're not sponsored yet. Yeah, we're not. Spo- <laughs> we're not allowed to say that. We're not going to say anybody's name for free. Yeah. Unless you pay us. Unless you pay us. We're unless cheap you're... though. You could send me like a five dollar coupon. Yeah, you, you don't even have to pay me an actual can, money. You can send me like one of those like McDonald's coupon sheets you get in the newspaper, and I will and I will talk good about. You. I will plug your company yeah. for a McDonald's coupon. If you want to deliver us like food, I will like plug you forever. Absolutely. I won't even. I won't even have a question about it, but it's it's all right. Like okay. it's it's eh. It's my mouth is so dry. <laughs> this is not good. I don't know how I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna be able to finish the podcast. Oh, this man just drinking. This man just chugging a bottle of water. He came prepared. He knew this was. 
he, a distinct possibility. He knew that the mop water required regular water. Yo. Why is George Kittle such a beast, Scott? Uh, because your fantasy season's over. Ness, the, oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. <laughs> it hurts. I don't like it. I am the champion. I but am the self. i right now, he's going to be George Brittle. You're going to see it now. Yo, stop. You're going to see it. Stop, ta- stop taking shots. I'm going to take shots. So we talked about Dwayne Haskins getting released. Anything else fun happen in the NFL this week? Uh, Besides the Rams are now going to miss the playoffs because Jared, Jared Goff is dead now. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about fun, but we had the uh, the Jets win another game. Yeah. Which locked in the Jags to get Trevor Lawrence. You'd, yeah. assume, you'd assume it would lock in the Jags to get Trevor Lawrence, unless they do something crazy with the first pick and just if they trade, trade it. Away. Yeah, I mean. But I don't, understand, I don't know what you would. What do you, who do you have as your quarterback in Jacksonville? You'd have Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Minshew mania. Yeah, like who do you? Who would you even? What would you even do? Exactly. So you have to use unless that you first could. Pick. Unless you could, like the only situation I could see is if somebody offered them like an obscene amount of things, like their first round picks for the next like five years, yeah, and like a couple like actual bona fide NFL players, and then like Carson Wentz maybe became available. Like, I don't love Carson Wentz, but I feel like if you could add, like, you know, three good players and then add Carson Wentz, I feel like with some of the stuff that Jacksonville has, they could they could maybe compete. Maybe, but uh, I, I, I mean, think I it's a know. moot point. I think they go for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I think it's all just it's all just wild speculation yeah. to think they're going to do anything else. It, doesn't, it wouldn't make sense for them to do anything else. It really wouldn't. But what a, what a travesty the Browns had like that was rough for them losing all their receivers yeah and then they lost to the jets and now they're not going to make the playoffs oh, it's rough the ravens might lose there's going to be a 10 and the ravens might lose there's going to be a 10 win team in the afc that's just, not going to make the playoffs and someone from the nfc east is going to make it with six at, wins at the most an nfc team will have seven wins at the absolute the, the best case scenario for the nfc is a seven and nine team making it in the worst case scenario is a six and ten team that's not good. It's not great. It's real bad. It's and you know what the worst part is? They're going to host a playoff game. Yeah. And then what is, I mean, what if some bullshit happens and they win? <laughs> yeah. And what happens if some more bullshit happens and they win again? Yeah. What happens if they get hot? Like how the Giants did when they beat the Patriots. Yeah. Well, they were nine and seven, though. They yeah, were they were a wild card so team. What do you mean? Highly sus. What do you mean sus? Sus team. What do you mean sus team? Sus team. Did you, did you, do you recall any of those wins? They went, they mauled the Buccaneers. Then they went into Lambeau and beat Brett Favre. Like, what else do you want them to do? Sus when they got hot at the right time. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> You're gonna be one of those people that says, "Oh, the fucking the elite defense that was ranked like 28th in the league stopped Tom Brady." That's the only reason Eli has two rings because of the elite 26th ranked defense. Look, Eli was Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. I don't care what you say. He 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 could be the same person who looks like an MVP, Hall of Fame quarterback. And then look like a first round draft bust in the same game. Like he, yeah, that's what happens. He was wildly inconsistent. I wouldn't say wildly inconsistent. Wild. I would say he was inconsistent, but he wasn't wildly inconsistent. I don't know, man. He had some really bad years at the end of his career, but for the most part, most of his the center of his career was pretty, pretty good. There was even one point where he was probably like a top five quarterback in the league. There was a year and a half, maybe. He had a couple of really solid, solid years. Does it get mad? Do you get mad when people tell you that Eli is not a Hall of Fame Yeah, because it's just stupid. It's just a stupid <laughs> thing. It's just dumb. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's he's, a, he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's definitely a Hall of Famer. And if anybody who says he's not a Hall of Famer is just dumb and doesn't understand football. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, he had a lot of interceptions. You know who else had a lot of interceptions? Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Like, yeah. Okay. And then people want to like discount his Super Bowls, like I said, because of a supposedly elite defense that people only remember because they had two good pass rushers or three good pass rushers on each of those teams. It's like, okay, having a great defensive line doesn't make the rest of your defense good. Can you name any of the linebackers no. without being a Giants fan? No. Can you name any of the cornerbacks or safeties without being a Giants no. fan? No. But you know who you do remember? You remember Michael Strahan and Justin Tuck and OCU Manura, but you don't remember anybody else because the rest <laughs> of their defense was fucking awful. They were terrible. But the Patriots weren't very good at anything but throwing the ball, and thankfully they were able to get to Tom Brady. That's how you beat Tom Brady, really. Mm-hmm. The formula has been well established. You have to put that man on his butt, but the problem is he's become the master of the take three steps and throw it to Julian Edelman for eight <laughs> yards every play until they score a touchdown, and that's just what they do. But will they do that in Tampa this year? Do you have any do you have any playoff predictions you want to get into? I mean, I know that they're not set yet, but I think we can pretty much fill in most of the bracket. Like, who are the teams that you're really watching? I should say, not like matchup predictions, but who am I watching to see how far they like? Yeah, who ones that I think? Well, I know you have a ma- you have a man crush on the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, I and I've said it in real life outside the podcast, and I will say it in radio life, the Buffalo Bills are at least at least making the AFC Championship game. False. They're going to lose the round before. And I told you today why they're going to do that. They have an inability to run the ball. And I think there's a there's a chance that it could actually really hurt them in the playoffs. You're not going to be able to go curb stomp the Patriots and the Broncos in the playoffs. You're going to actually have to run the ball in close games and win close games. And, you know, being, being able to score in the beginning of games is great. But how many times did we see it last year with the Chiefs in, in their run? Three straight games where they were getting beat bad and teams couldn't sustain drives at the end of games to hold them off and the Chiefs came back. I could easily see a team like the Bills jumping out to an early lead on a team and then you can't throw the ball all game against good teams. Like They're going to catch you. You're going to make a mistake. And I think the Bills, you know, th- while it works, it works. But I have a feeling that that kind of playoff football just won't, it won't mix. I don't know. I like I'm won't. looking forward to it. Josh Allen has exceeded my expectations. I think he's a much better quarterback than I originally gave him credit for. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I didn't think he was any good. I thought he was just a running back. Now, yeah. he's, now he's a running back who can throw a little bit. Exactly. Well, I think the fact that Stefan Diggs is there now really helps yeah, with really that. Yeah, it really helps. They have, good they have a lot of good weapons. They have Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley third John down. Brown. Like, that's a really good receiving core. So they, I can see why they utilize the pass so much, especially like running backs are subpar. They're not great. Yeah, like, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'd just be worried about it. Like I know Josh Allen, he runs too, but I just get worried that a team like that will try to get too cute. And if the pass isn't working early, there's a chance they could get down quick because they don't have anything else to turn to. Because I don't, I don't know for sure, but I think Josh Allen might have finished the year as their leading rusher. He may have. I know he was, he was leading for quite a while. So if he is, I mean, that's. Well, they were splitting. Rough spot they were be. splitting time between Singletary and Moss. They, but they really weren't though. <sighs> they, they really weren't though. It was Singletary all year. Moss was rarely used except for goal line situations. Then last night, Moss got a lot of blow. But was that because they were up by thirty points at the end of the third quarter? Like, and they used Barkley the whole game after that? Like, I don't know. I, I just don't know. It could easily be that. I'm just, I don't know. I get worried about a team like that. That's all I'm saying. Teams like that with like super high powered offenses typically don't win Super Bowls. I don't know. I think the fact that they're the number two seed in the league, Buffalo's a tough place to play, it especially is. in the wintertime. It is. So we'll see. It is. But also, keep, just keep in mind that a number two seed isn't what it is 
previously. Normally. I know, because you don't get the buy. You don't get the buy. And you get the easiest game, but we've seen it before. Well, it's, the, here's it's the problem with Sunday. the easiest game in the, a- the AFC. It's not easy. It's going to be like an 11-win team. It's probably, probably. going to be Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, like, like, And Baltimore, I think Baltimore has the perfect formula to beat the Bills. Don't let their offense be on the field. If Baltimore can run the ball like they're capable of, and the Bills do not have a good run defense. It's been proven. Their defense is, is kind of suspect, and they do not have a good run defense. They were getting gouged by the Patriots yesterday. If And the Ravens can run the shit out of the ball. If they can keep the ball out of Josh Allen's hands, that's how you beat a high-powered offense. You just don't let them on the field. And the Ravens have a chance to do that if they match up in the first round. And or the Browns. If, the and, Browns are the and same that's way. that's if the Ravens make it. We'll see. Browns, I don't know. Their run game's kind of like dropped off at least last week it did against the yeah Jets, which like, is well you know why because they, receivers, they had no receivers so the jets stacked but the box but they're still before that which is their a brilliant run game, game plan. their run game hasn't really been as dominant as it was to start of the yeah. year i just i so, would i wouldn't count out having kareem hunt and nick chubb as your running back i'm though. not i'm not counting anybody they can get out. high anytime i'm not counting anybody out but i'm just saying right now i just feel like buffalo is a good enough team to at least make it to the championship game. I think they, I mean, they certainly could. I, I predict, my, me personally, I think they'll fall one game short of that. But I think it, it'll be a close game, whoever they play against. And I think it'll be like one of those stepping stone games to turn your franchise from like that cheery contender that everybody's like, oh, they're a cool story and they're pretty good to like, oh shit, these guys might actually be like a team to beat next year. Now, my question for you is, since we're talking about playoff predictions, do you see any upsets? Do you see any major upsets happening in the first round? It's tough, like we just previously touched on in the AFC. Is is Baltimore beating like the Bills like a huge upset? Like, I mean, I think it's an upset, but I don't think it's to the point where anybody would be like, "Oh my god, I I can't believe it." Wouldn't be like a huge line or anything like that. It might be like four or five points. Like, there's all good teams in the AFC. There's going to be every team in the playoffs in the AFC is going to have ten wins or more. Now, I if believe. the if the NFC East team. If they could somehow pull off, is that the is that an upset? Considering you're actually the higher seed, does that still count as an upset? I, well, the the problem is, the NFC East will be playing the best wild card team, which will probably end up being the Cardinals. Will it? Because the Rams are going to fall out. the The two, how many is it? Three wild card teams. It's three wild card teams this year, right? Yeah. So it's going to be probably the Bears because they have. I think they have an easy matchup next week. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they don't. They play the Packers, but the they need the. I think they need whoever. If if the Rams lose, I think the Cardinals will take their spot, and the Bears will somehow sneak in. The whole the whole um, the whole playoff picture is kind of fuzzy, but I don't really think the NFC East has much of a chance against anybody because their teams are just not very good. But the the Cowboys, if they make it in, I think are the one team in the NFC East that could maybe surprise somebody. Andy because, Dalton's a proven quarterback. And they have they have a lot of receivers. And, you know, Zeke has been a little better, I guess. Well, their main problem was in, in the games that they've lost, which is a lot of them. Uh, which is most Their of them. offensive line has been trash. Yeah, it was their crazy. They're going from one of the, best, trash. the yeah. best lines in the league to one of the worst. So, yeah, it's it's tough. So if I'm just looking at it. If it would, if it would end today, oh, no, I'm sorry. So the NFC East team would play Tampa Bay. Now, if, if Assuming, is that an upset? Is that an upset? That's a, that's a huge upset. But, wanna, but Tom Brady is scared <laughs> of the NFC East. He's probably like, yo, we got to lose this game. We got to throw this next game. I don't want nothing to do with the NFC East. Although I don't feel like Tom Brady's ever lost to the Cowboys. I feel like I've never seen it before. I've never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it happen either. So, I mean, Tom Brady against them, I, I would take them. 
Um, the, the next matchup would be L.A. versus probably – actually, Chicago – I guess Chicago has the uh, edge on Arizona. So if L.A. loses and Chicago wins, then L.A. will drop out. Chicago will stay as the number seven seed, and they'll play uh, – no, they'll move up to the sixth seed, and they'll play the um, Seattle Seahawks. Which I think that'd be a pretty massive upset. That'd be an upset. If Chicago did win that, that'd be an upset. I can't believe Chicago's going to find a way to back uh, well, into the playoffs. Chicago has scored 30 points in their last four games. I know. It's, it's crazy because they're you know not why? very good. Big game Mitch. Yo, listen, you can't just, you can't just trade He's being mentored by Nick Foles. No, he's not. He's being mentored by Nick Foles. Well, actually, you know what? I don't care about any of those stats because the three teams they played were the Bears. or They, they, played <laughs> they are the, the Bears. <laughs> they put 30 points up in four straight games because they played the Lions, the Texans, the Vikings, and the Jaguars. So they basically <laughs> played a fucking peewee schedule the last four games. Like, I, but look. Take it with a grain of salt. Don't, don't, don't believe the hype. Packers lost to the Vikings. Yeah, so? Just that was early in the season. Just saying. And, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP this year, so. He probably will be. He, I can't if if he doesn't get the MVP. They're, they're saying it's between Mahomes and Rogers, but I think Rogers had a better body of work this year. Yeah, he, I mean he did before this week, and Mahomes looked sketchy Fresh, as fuck. Yeah. And yeah, that's the same with the Chiefs, though they they don't they always just find a way to pull off the win. Like they don't, it's it, one of the most confusing things I've ever seen. They're just nasty, man. They're just nasty. Are they though? Are they that thing is? Are they that good that they can get away with that, or are they just lucky at this point? I mean, it's better. We we saw it with our fantasy football playoffs. It's better to be lucky. Than better than lucky than I put up two hundred points in the last week of the season. It didn't mean a goddamn thing. The man who didn't have a quarterback almost won the entire league. Like it doesn't matter. All that matters is what your guys do that week and what your opponents guys do. You can have the best team in the, the best team in the league almost never wins fantasy. And I think there's a case to be made that a lot of times in most pro sports, the best team usually doesn't win the playoffs the championship in those leagues either that's true it's it's a very subjective thing and but to answer your question no there's going to be like no upsets because i don't consider like a um a really tight matchup if the bears if the bears get in give me the bears i'll take the bears all day don't take the bears i'll take the bears all day i'll take whatever whatever you're putting down on the bears i'll take it put 20 on it for twenty on the Bears versus whoever, if they make the playoffs. All right, I'll take that. I'll take twenty dollars on the Bears versus whoever. Straight Bears up. Bears versus the field. Let's go. Yeah, versus money line. No, no spreads. It's just straight Bears versus the world. All right, you heard it here first for the first round only. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win another twenty bucks. Yeah. It's, what do you mean for the first <laughs> round only? They're not gonna make it out of the first round. Of course, it's the first round only. Um. So yeah, we'll cut it with that. Um. What do you think about the beer as far as the rating goes, or any other additional thoughts you have for it? I actually have become severely thirsty while drinking this. Yeah, beer. right. My it's, mouth is dry. My mouth. I'm. You can. Yeah. And I'm sorry to do that in your people's ears, but like you got to understand where we're coming from yeah, with this. That's a struggle. The thing is, even though that is the case, it is still good to me. Could it be the Chinese food? The mixture of the two. The Chinese food and the beer. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say Chinese food pairs well with this on the. Uh, it, on the label. it might be why. So, we figured it out. But literally, it tastes the way I want to feel this year. If that sounds stupid, like it, it does, tastes, it does sound kind of dumb. Like right now, we're in between Christmas and New Year's, and I've been informed that Christmas lasts until New Year by several people, which I'm dubious of. I don't, I don't know if I believe. That. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how that works either. But people have told me that. So if I was trying to be in a cheery winter like cozy state of mind this is definitely a good beer for that 
then then like I said earlier though, I can't see me drinking like sitting down and killing a six pack of this. No, you 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 would shrivel up and die. Yeah, I would be like SpongeBob. Yeah, when Sandy he's, says <laughs> when he needs water. Yeah, so. I, I I can't see me drinking a six pack at a time. Can I see me drinking a six pack over the course of a winter? Yes, absolutely. It is delicious in short bursts. That's the way I will put it. I've never had a beer that dried me out like this. This it's I don't know. It's just weird. It's I don't weird. know how to feel. I don't know if I'm. I'm glad that you said that though, because it means I'm not having a, an allergic reaction. I don't have to worry about being taken out back and being shot. But it's fine. It's a little, it's a little spicy, spicy. I do like the flavor of it better than the beer we had last week. And what did I give that a three? And I don't remember. I don't remember either. Look, last week was such a long time ago. I know this is the shortest. There was an, there was an entire holiday between here. And this there. is the shortest, longest week of of my life. Um, I think I give it like a two point seven five, like just below average. I think so. So I'm gonna give this I think a. I'm gonna give this a straight three, just straight up I'm average. Pretty sure I gave the last one a four. I think. No, you didn't. Or three point seven five, maybe. Yeah, we, so, uh, these, qu- these quarter ratings are killing us, I know, man. I know. We need like a chart. If <laughs> anyone out there, if anyone out there wants to make a spreadsheet for me, just so I can keep track, like we'll print it out, we'll put it on the wall, we'll and also of it. and also all of our picks too. Yeah, someone someone start keeping track of what we do because we don't. Yeah, we don't. We just come on here. Yeah, and just, we, anyone want to be a statistician? There is literally no pay. But there's no love either. We won't even we no, won't even I'll, shout I'll, you look, out. I'll give you a shout out at oh, least okay. once every you'll, four. You'll or get five a shout episodes. out from him. I won't give you anything. But going with that, I, I'd say as far as my first beer of the day, a four point two five. If I were to keep drinking this, the the rating would fall with every subsequent can. The drier you get, yeah. So I would say it's a pretty strong beer to lead off with. It's a good one to just sit around a fire enjoy listen to some christmas music get in the spirit and and just vibe that's the way i'd see it it's a vibe christmas this, vibe this it's beer a winner, is a vibe check a winner christmas vibe this beer is a vibe check man you heard it here first absolutely everybody we would like to wish you on behalf of my co-host here a happy and hopefully healthy 2021 as we round out the new year or the old year for the new year um you know we started the podcast in 2020 so Here's to uh, bigger and better things going forward. Maybe we'll do more than two weeks in a row. Maybe we're yeah. look. We're on track. We're on track for three right now. I know we're <laughs> we're, we're like an unstoppable we're, we're force. Doing good. We're not gonna stop. We can't be stopped <laughs> until we stop. Until we stop. <laughs> but for now, we can't be stopped. Uh, we so once again, we wish you guys a very happy and healthy New Year. Be safe. Have fun. Um, enjoy the time with your friends and family. It doesn't really get better than that. Um, but yeah, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, more people listen every week. It seems like, so we really appreciate that. We appreciate everything you guys do for us. Keep listening, share us, um, follow us on all of our socials. It's brewed up and spit out podcast on pretty much everything except for Twitter because we're old men and we don't know how Twitter works. It's very confusing. It is confusing. And you can't, you can only have like a certain amount of characters and I don't like it. Yeah. I got more things to say than that. I got to ramble, man. Yeah, That's what we do. We've already been talking for 40 minutes, so we you know, we can't fit that in a, what is it, 80-character tweet? I don't fucking know. I don't remember. Um, we're, we're showing our age. I got to go. I got to go. We got to get out of I here. I got to go. We got to go before before we get hunt, hunted down by the Twitter police. We got to go. Tweet, tweet. Let's tweet, go. Tweet, tweet. Let's go. Tweet, tweet, motherfucker. All right. Goodbye, guys. Have a happy new year. We love you. Happy new year. Have a wonderful week. See you next week, maybe. Maybe. Bye.